somewhere warm, Australia. Anyway, I'm going to talk about that the topic is going to be spring and growth. And there's there's some parallels going on. So as you know, I'm in upstate New York. And right now it is still freezing, like freezing. We saw snow today. We've been seeing snow a lot, not like mountains of it or anything. But the weather is not helping the current situation <laughs> by any means. I mean, it's hard enough to keep a healthy attitude, right? And, and to stay positive. And when you can't go outside or it's just cold, like I feel like a different person in the winter. I don't know about you guys, but I want to sleep more. I don't want to go outside to even start the car. It's just, it's just not fun. It affects my mood and evidently there's a real... You know, there's real things. I think it's called sad seasonal affect disorder, if I didn't mess that up. So there's definitely a lot that could be done. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because on on one of our worksheets from the center, it's, it's titled Spring and Growth and Recovery and Renewal. And those are great correlations. So there's... There's two questions on this sheet uh, to ponder. I know I'm always making you work, but you know what? You're going to have to work. If you want to not gamble and have an amazing life, you got to do the work. I haven't been shy about that, right? So the first question is, what does this time of year bring? So for, for us Northeasterners, it, you know, it brings flowers and, and sunshine and you know, growth of, of nature almost, you know, it, it feels like it's a different landscape completely. It is a different land, landscape completely. And maybe we've, maybe our new year's resolutions have died off since January. So maybe the new, you know, the good weather is reinvigorating to go outside and get back to walk and run in doing whatever, I know I walk back and forth to work in the nicer weather. So that's one of the things that makes me happy is I can go back to walking to work when I'm allowed to. And as you know, we've been riding our bikes early in the morning, which it's still 30 degrees. 30 degrees is kind of tough to ride a bike. You almost don't want to go fast because it gets colder. Uh, I thought it would work better if you went fast and you'd sweat and warm up, but it hasn't been working that way. And then the other thing... So I mentioned that I'm in this competition next week and I just got off the call about it and I have a couple learnings and then some feelings around it. So the question is on on the sheet, what does a gamble-free life give you a chance to do? And my speech my well, it's it's not actually a speech. It's well, it kind of is. 
it's called the signature talk. So it's pretty much you have to tell your story in three minutes and you have to do it. You're graded on the foundation of what we learned. And the last line of my story slash speech is referencing the gratitude to have the opportunity to be able to speak in this. And there's there's a lot of things that go into it, none of which I want to take for granted. And the biggest piece, well, this is what not gambling has given me, okay? It's given me a clear mind to participate and actively learn. It's given me better credit. I don't want to say like I have money because I don't really have money yet. I still got a little bit of debt, but that's okay. It'll all work itself out. But I was able to pay for this class and invest in myself. And that's what I'm doing. So that's why I don't feel guilty about it. I'm investing in myself. The frogs in my throat are coming back. I hope that doesn't happen when I'm (laughs) on my virtual stage next week. But I wouldn't have had, you know, the mindset a clear mind to even, you know, progress in this. I wouldn't have had the funds to pay because I have to pay for this opportunity. And really what it is, you know, what I'm sharing about is my gambling experience. And my mission is to heighten awareness. Like if there was a, a mission statement for 321 No Kid, and that's it, heighten awareness. Obviously, I want to help people recover and not relapse and all that, but I don't think as a as a world, as a country that we even know, like part of one of my rewrites, I don't think this is going to stay in there, but it's almost like gambling's invisible to people because it's just part of daily life and I don't think they think of it as an addiction, you know, and there's there's probably some of that with alcohol too because alcohol seems to be so embedded into the world we're living in. Now that I'm not drinking it, I see it everywhere. So my point is my gamble-free life gives me a chance at things that probably weren't possible before. Even though I did go to college when I was still gambling, you know, in my adult years, I don't know that I... I don't know that I got all the value I could have out of it. I mean, honestly, I was manipulating the system on some levels, especially once I learned about student loans. I didn't need the student loans. It was like community college in the beginning, but I needed gambling money. So I found a way to tap into that. And again, not giving you ideas, just kind of expressing the magnitude of of what this disease does to people and how it gets them thinking. So, yeah, so I'm hoping for a little nicer weather. (laughs) I know that that will make me happier. I've been kind of, as you know, I was crabby the other night and I've just been kind of in a little funk. And today when we meditated, it's a lead meditation I go to once a week with with one of our HR people at work. And she really brought up the, the fact about reflecting and kind of dialing in, what are we feeling? How are we feeling? What's going on? You know, sometimes we're just so busy, we're not checking in with ourselves. And that's kind of been the mode I've been in. I've been doing my normal work, but I haven't been feeling my normal, like, glow and bubbliness. And I need to 
hopefully figure that out. <laughs> it needs to get a little better. I'm on vacation from my day job next week, so that should that should help. And maybe I'll go golfing this weekend. But I, I need to reset. Even though I'm I'm using all my tools in my toolbox and the the what I want you to hear in that is not that my tools don't work. It's just that some days there's off days and that's okay too. And that's why I'm sharing it with you because it, it is all right. But the more important thing was to dial in and kind of figure out what's going on. And and she talked about resistance. And I I resisted some ideas and stuff this week. I, I resisted the office manager when she kicked me out of our gym when I was trying to do Zumba so I wouldn't piss off the neighbors. And so I had to do it in my apartment. And guess what? The neighbor downstairs was clunking on my floor because I was pissing her off. Um, so I didn't like resisting not being in control of that situation. I, you know, I gave resistance to it. And the thing that came up in the out of the meeting I just went to in preparation for next week in this this competition or this the speak off is essentially is it's not a competition. I mean, it is. Because there's, you know, there's different levels and finals and, and all that. And really, my my why is to get me in front of the biggest audience to share. And if I don't make it even into the semi or the, the finals, my audience will be smaller. But it's more about the learning experience and going for the ride. And if I can get in that kind of a mindset, which... I should be able to. I just have to reframe it. I will definitely enjoy the experience a lot more. And quite honestly, I um because before corona this was supposed to be an in-person conference and the ticket value of doing it live was more expensive than they made this kind of sub contest this year and they actually opened it to more people and re-strategized it for virtual. So this is actually a practice run anyway. So I have to like let myself off the hook from a stress place. And and maybe that's part of why I've been so like just grumpy on edge. You know, I've been thinking about this and and I've been actually getting mad because there's been things I've been trying to get. Like all the things that have been making me mad are so silly. I shouldn't even tell you about them because they're just they're just so meaningless in the grand scheme of things. So I have to just remind myself of that. So I guess I'm trying to ground myself as I'm sharing this with you. So I'm going to leave you with wishful thinking for spring. If you're somewhere warm, send some of that love our way because we need it. I think the highest flipping forecast in the next two weeks is like 60 degrees. That's not really high in my opinion. Um, so yeah, and then take a moment to check in with yourself. And, and what our leader, our meditation lady said is, you know, check in with yourself once a week. It doesn't even have to be every day, but just kind of give yourself a couple minutes to reflect and, and see what's going on with your body, with your mind, with your attitude. And then once once you know, then you can then you can make some adjustments if you need to. If you don't know, you don't have a fighting shot of adjusting. So those are my thoughts for today. I am going to go do Zumba. It's my friend's birthday today, Miss Beth. And we're going to play the song that I absolutely hate, but I'm pretty sure that I don't hate the song. I hate the dance that goes with it. So it's kind of been a joke for seven years now. 
and we're probably going to do that song. So I'm going to go put a smile on my face and try to reset with a little Zumba. Have a good evening, everybody. Oh.